You're listening to the Ambitious and Glowing Podcast. Sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I'm Francesca. I'm a lash artist, educator, entrepreneur, wife, daughter, friend, and I'm your host. Do you currently offer complimentary client consultations? If so, are they in-depth and informative or is it just a quick five-minute thing? If your client consultations are lacking substance or if you simply don't know how to give one a word to start, I've got your solution. In my ebook, I'll teach you my tips and tricks for giving the best possible consultations that'll leave potential new clients feeling educated, confident, and eager to book their appointments. I cover important topics you must include, as well as give you the information needed to confidently discuss those topics with your clients. I touch base on the legal side of things and share an important resource, Lashing Legally. So go check her out on Instagram, at Lashing Legally. I pull pages directly out of my training manual that I give to my students because it's important and the information is 100% necessary for all lash artists. And as an added bonus, I'll also give you a client consultation checklist so that you never miss a step as well as printable and downloadable forms and documents that you can begin using immediately. So if you'd like to purchase my ebook, you can do so at www.lovelylashes.info. And I really suggest you do that sooner rather than later because I have a 50% off promo going on until the end of the month. So prices are going to increase very soon. Grab this deal while you still can. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Today, I have for you episode number seven, and it is called Marketing 101. Why? Because I'm going to give you super super important information about marketing how to market how to improve your marketing Um, and i'm going to give you tips and tricks that you should and can start implementing immediately and i mean like once you're done listening to this podcast you can take the information that i'm giving you and you can go start doing it right now super super good stuff um but before i dive into the specifics i want to ask you a few questions And uh, I need you guys to say yes to each and every one of these questions. And if there's something that you can't say yes to because you don't have it, um, you need to make it a priority, put it on a list, a to-do list, and make sure that you get that in place. And then you, you know, you do have that thing because it's really important. Um, And they're really simple. So do you have social media accounts set up for your business? Yes or no? Um... Do you have social media accounts for your business that are separate from your personal accounts? Okay, so do you have one separate for business and separate for personal? The answer needs to be yes. Do you have a functioning website? Yes or no? I don't care how obsolete you think you know websites are, how irrelevant you think they are, you still need a website. Um, and you know, to start off, you can have a free one. Uh, 
to be honest, for a long time, I thought websites and, you know, paying for the maintenance for websites uh, was going to be really pricey, but it turns out that it's not, especially if you DIY it and you make it. I personally like Wix, W-I-X, um, very drag and drop style. You can customize it pretty easily, um, but I pay $17 a month for my website and I purchased my domain name lovelylashes.info for $3. So it just goes to show, you know, how inexpensive it can be, um but it's super super important and necessary that you have one and I'm going to talk about that in this episode. Um but yes, you need a website. Uh can your business be found on Google? Do you have a Google My Business account? You need to. You must. Um when I moved into my studio this past May 2019, I immediately saw and then like, I can't even tell you how many clients I got and they found me on Google. You don't know how many phone calls I got of inquiries and potential new clients. And I, I always ask my clients like, Hey, how'd you find me? Google. They were Googling. They used keywords. They searched Google and found me. Um, super, super, super important. Set that up. Um, do you have business cards printed or other paper marketing price lists, flyers, anything that you can keep on hand. No, you need it. Um, Very inexpensive website is Vistaprint. You can even design things on Vistaprint to then print them out. Uh, They always do sales. I want to say you can get like uh, 250 business cards for maybe $10 and that's, you know, not that bad. Uh, another one is uh, Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com. You can use that social media, or not, sorry, uh, not social media. It is a graphic design website that I love. And you can create DIY uh, business cards, even just to get you started, just to start off with. Um, you can always revamp them. And once you run out, you know, don't order a crazy ton, but order enough to get you going. And then as the months go by and you kind of figure out your, your company's identity and your brand identity, you can make tweaks and order more down the road. Um, but it's really important to make sure that you have something Uh, That way you can have it on hand at all times and you can give them out um, wherever you are. Uh, And then the last thing is, are you easy to contact? Can potential clients and current clients get in contact with you quick and easy? Or are you the type of person that it takes like five days to get in touch with or there's people DMing you for appointments and, you know, you haven't even opened the message and they haven't heard from you, which is super, super unprofessional, by the way. Are you easy to contact? And the answer to that must be yes. The answer to all of those questions must be yes, okay? Um, So I'm going to go ahead and dive right into today's episode. That was kind of just something to kind of get your brain going, food for thought, leave this episode and, you know, make sure that you uh, are working on those things if you said no to any of them. But back to marketing. So marketing is super important. Uh, There are ways for you to market wrong. um, And there are a lot of components that you need to make sure are in place correctly so that you are uh, marketing effectively, effectively, so that, you know, the people that you want to see your marketing are actually seeing them. Um, Marketing needs to be strategic. You have to have a strategy. There has to be a goal that you're trying to accomplish with marketing. Um, And the ultimate goal is brand awareness. Brand awareness, uh, advertising for new clients. That that is the goal of marketing. So I have together a list of 
uh, tips and tricks, like I mentioned, that you can start using today. These are things that I personally do and it works for me. Um, and one thing I will say about all of this, consistency is key. You must be consistent. This is not something that you can just do, you know, one day or for a weekend and that's it. No, you need to keep up with it, get into a routine. And it's pretty easy once you get in the hang of it. But the first thing you need to do is determine your market, your target market, number one. Determine who it is that you're trying to speak to. Because believe it or not, when you're marketing and you're putting posts on social media and you're, you know, boosting your posts on on Facebook and Instagram and paying to promote them, there's a specific person that you need to see that. And that's a potential client, right? But you need to get specific about your target. Um, Back when I mentioned there's effective and ineffective marketing, well, ineffective marketing is trying to just market to the whole world. You know, just put it out there, take any and everybody. Effective marketing uh, is a lot more specific, So let me give you an example. For me personally, I learned that my target client is somewhere between the age of 30 and 40, maybe 35 and 45. That's my target. That's who I am trying to attract. Now, if I attract clients that are younger or older, that's perfectly fine. However, when I'm putting up posts, I'm keeping my target in mind because I want that type of client to come to my business. Specifically, you need to think, and this is going to take you guys some time. This took me a while to kind of figure out what it is that I wanted and who I wanted my target client to be. But I'm going to give you some things. I want you to make a checklist, you know, right on the top, my ideal client. This is how you're going to determine your target. And you're going to write things like what is their age, occupation, income, relationship status, do they have children, what kind of lifestyle do they live? Are they an online shopper versus in-store? What kind of makeup do do they use? Or how much makeup on a daily basis do they use? Or how little do they use? Um, What types of stores do they shop at? And I mean, like, get down to the specifics. Do they shop at Nordstrom or do they shop at Target? Or do they shop at both? Um, What do they like to do on their days off? What kind of music do they like to listen to? And what is their, uh, you know, style, their overall style? And it's really important for you to figure all that out because it's going to make creating content for you so much easier because you're going to have somebody in mind. Um, And I'm going to talk about content creation on my next point. Uh, But it's really important to go through and figure all that stuff out. And I have mentioned on a previous episode, I don't remember which episode it was, but I did kind of give you guys an example of my target client and my ideal client and her name is Michelle and I talked about like her she's a nurse you know she likes to go to Disney and go to local bars and restaurants and uh I don't I have her written down somewhere but anytime I make a post I have Michelle in my mind and I try to create content around her and I try to create things that would spark her interest and catch her eye because I want clients like her to Pay attention to the things that I'm, you know, posting. So number two, and this one is super, super important. This goes uh, with content creation. uh, And what content is, is basically like what you're posting, your content, your pictures, your captions, your videos, like what is it that you're posting on your social media accounts. Um, And the most important thing when it comes to content creation is to provide value to your audience. If 
if the post that you're contemplating of putting up doesn't provide value at all, don't even post it because what's the point? The point, you know, you want to be able to provide value to your client's uh, life. You want to provide value and show the value that you provide because with you showing how much value you provide, it's going to, especially if you charge a premium price if you show the value that you provide that's enough for them to be like okay i'm gonna pay whatever price because i know that the value that she's gonna provide for me is tremendous and you can't put a price on that um so it's really important to make sure that what you're putting out there is like golden um so for example uh there are three really big uh like categories for content creation and the value that you provide. And that is entertain, inspire, and educate. Um, So you want to create content that entertains and inspires. You know, you want to create content that makes them feel an emotion. You know, if you're inspiring them, you're, you're like touching on those heartstrings and you're motivating them and you're making them feel good about what you're posting and you, you know, you're pumping them up, whatever that is with a quote, with a video, with, you know, anything. Um, and then entertaining, you know, you're making them feel an emotion. You're making them laugh. You're making them, you know, uh, smile. You're maybe you're brightening their day. But the point is that you made them laugh and they're going to remember that if you are funny and you have a sense of humor, put that into your marketing, use that to your advantage, because who doesn't like to laugh? Um, so that's really, really important. Um, and then the last one, which is super, super huge for me is educate, educate your audience, create content that educates show off your skills, showcase your knowledge um, and your expertise in your industry, especially for lash artists like me specifically. I love to educate my clients. And that's one of the things that sets me apart because not everybody does that. And I let all my clients know that I'm focused on their health, natural lash health and you know, preserving their, their natural lashes while, you know, giving them beautiful lashes. I, I let them know, I teach them how to take care of their lashes Um, And I've had clients, new clients that have gotten lashes like for years before. They come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, you taught me so much about lashes and I've been getting them done for years and you told me things that I've never heard before. Like I've been doing it wrong this whole time basically. And that's so important because it builds trust. If you educate your audience and teach them things, they're going to trust you. Um, Not only because it creates credibility, you you become a credible source and you become a resource for them, um, but they're going to trust you because you know what you're talking about and you're able to display that to them. Uh, Who wouldn't want to go to an expert? Become an expert in your industry or your field. Like like I just said, literally, who wouldn't want to go to a pro or somebody who knows their stuff? I mean, I definitely do. Um, So like I mentioned, the only goal to posting is to create brand awareness and to put your brand out there, your name out there, your company, to put you out there. Uh, You do not want to be your town's best kept secret because you're not going to thrive the way you need to. Uh, I'm at a point in my business where, you know, like I mentioned, I opened up in May of last year. I haven't been open a year yet. But I'm at this point where, like, I'm trying to just put my name out there and get my name out there. And I'm trying to network with people so that people know I'm there. Um, One of the bad things about my business and, like, my setup in particular is that my studio is kind of hidden, which I love that, though. I love it. I love that I'm hidden because I don't get walk-ins. I don't ever get walk-ins. And 
it's just me. I don't have a receptionist. Uh, you know, so if, if I were to get a, a walk-in in the middle of me doing a client, that's taking away from my client's time, uh, you know, and her experience. I have to answer questions or open the door or whatever the case is. Um, and, and I know realistically, like, I'm not going to want to ignore that person either because, you know, that goes back to being a small business owner. We, mar- we wear many hats. You know, I'm the lash artist, but I'm also the receptionist and I'm also the social media manager. And I'm, you know, I got to do all these things. But anyway, uh, my studios is hidden. It's really hidden. Um, and that's okay. That works for me. But, you know, I have to work my butt off marketing to make up for that to make up for the fact that, you know, somebody just driving down the street can't see me or can't find me readily. Um, My clients know where I'm at. Potential clients know where I'm at from looking me up. But just, you know, a random old person walking, you know, in the area, they're not going to discover me. So I have to uh, do a little extra in the marketing department because I need to still get my name out there. Uh, Making sure that you are networking with local businesses helps so much. Um, I'm actually part of my area, uh, downtown Kissimmee. They have a merchant group and a, and a business owners page, and I'm part of that. Uh, and it's just a Facebook group that keeps the local business owners connected and informed. Um, and then to take that a step further, every Friday they do a coffee meeting. They do like a coffee club every Friday morning from 9 to 10. Uh, and they rotate between all the little restaurants and coffee shops in the downtown Kissimmee area, which generates business for those, you know, generates business for those businesses. But it's also just like really relaxed. It's just... A networking you know we all come together to have coffee update each other it's very very casual but it's super like it's so it's so essential for me to attend those meetings because I don't like to call them meetings because like I mentioned they're they're less formal but I get to meet so many business owners I get to meet other people in my area that's the perfect opportunity for me to create connections and network so that I can cross promote you know they'll give me their business cards I'll give them mine and then we can hand out our our business cards to our clients and spread awareness and you know you just create these connections that help you in the long run so by networking with other businesses in your area um, you know you're spreading brand awareness and they're also helping with that so for example all the businesses that I've connect with all the people that I've met they always keep me in mind now, so if they ever have a client that's looking for eyelash extensions, they think of me and they'll refer them back to me. So that's, you know, that's easy marketing in itself. Number three, captions for your social media posts. Captions, these kind of play hand in hand. Um, I know a lot of you guys struggle with creating content and caption writing and I have some tips for you because the captions that you're writing and the things that you're writing you know under your posts is just as important as the picture itself Um, it is so important to use verbiage and use the type of language that your clients are using so whatever your industry is Try not to always talk as a professional in a in a way where, you know, using professional lingo, lash artist lingo, um, and kind of just write things that are on your client's level. Think of how a client thinks. 
Um, so for example, if I put a post of lashes, you know, and I'm writing, oh, CC, CC curl 0.15, uh, eight through 12 millimeters. And that was like the sizing that I used. Uh, a client's going to look at that and they're going to be like, what the heck? Like they, that just doesn't do anything for them. Now, another lash artist is probably going to be like, yes, girl, like they're going to know. But the content that I'm putting out is for potential clients. It's not for other lash artists. So I don't want to put a, a caption that's going to captivate another artist. I want to put a caption that's going to captivate a potential client. Um, so you want to use languages and use lingo that they understand um you want to talk to your audience you want to ask them open-ended questions that way they can engage back and that they can comment and respond to you um you always want to be the last person to respond so don't ever just like like somebody's comment and that's it always be the last one to respond and this is better for engagement for the algorithm that we hate and love so much um the algorithm is meant to work in our favor. So basically the way that works is Instagram and Facebook are going to show your posts to whoever Facebook and Instagram think want to see your posts. So if you're posting things that are super like just basic and not putting much and you're not getting many likes or comments or anything, Facebook and Instagram is going to look at your posts and be like, well, this doesn't provide a value. So we're just not going to show it to a lot of people. And so... You know, you're not your your post isn't going to be put on on many people's timelines. Um, however, if you're posting things that are high in value and people are sharing it and saving it and commenting and liking, Facebook and IG are going to be like, okay, well, this post per, you know uh, provides vi value, so we're going to show this to more people, and that's going to you know put you out there big time. So, you want to make sure that everything that you are creating goes back to that you know providing value because it helps in a lot of different aspects um, when it comes to caption writing you also want to make sure that you don't overthink it don't overthink it always put a call to action um, and basically what a call to action is is like give them next steps tell them to do something um, whether that is check out our website or if you have any questions, you know, something that I like to personally put is if you have any lash questions, send me a DM. I'd be happy to answer, you know, any of your questions. I'm here as a resource for you. That kind of goes back to my whole educational thing and informative thing. I want people to know that, hey, even if you're not looking to book an appointment right now, if you have any questions, send me a DM, message me. I'm, I'm, I'm telling them, like, you can reach out to me. No issues. No pressure. Um, or sometimes I'll put, you know, to learn more about Lovely Lashes and the services that we provide, check out our website because on my website I have all of my good information. So it allows them to kind of, it kind of gives them instructions on, okay, well, now that you've seen this post, go do this. Go sign up for, you know, the newsletter or go give them a task. Uh, even if they don't do it, it's really important to just include that. Tip number four making sure that you have a website, a functioning website. So the purpose of a website is to basically be a landing page for your business. Everything has to come back to your website. So you can have social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, um, whatever social media you know you choose. All of those have to link back to your landing page and your website. Uh, so 
One of the biggest things about a website and the first thing that always comes to my mind is you are showcasing your business on your website. You are going off. You are showcasing yourself. You're promoting yourself. You are telling the world all about your business inside and out. Um, and the your website is essentially where you're going to write all the lengthy, very wordy, long, detailed information. That's all going to go on your website um, because... Let's talk about Instagram and, and you know Instagram and Facebook. If you put a post up on your timeline, it's gonna get bumped down. So let's say you put a post of all the different services that you provide in detail, and you post. Let's say you offer ten services, and you post all ten, and you put you know uh, descriptions. As you're posting, those are all disappearing. And stories, you can you know do the same with stories, but a website having it all in one one place is extremely essential um not to mention you can incorporate your social media platforms and your booking websites into your website you can embed them into your website um and there is a really big difference between having a booking site your booking website and your actual website and let me tell you about the booking site so if you only have a booking website whether it be square acuity or whatever the case is if that's all you have it's almost like it goes from zero to a hundred you know your client has you on social media they discover you or they discover discover you on google or whatever the case is they come across you they want to learn about you boom You send them to your booking site prices and descriptions. And then it's kind of just like there's no in-between. Like you didn't warm them up. You didn't get to sell them the value of the service that you provide. And you didn't tell them about the problem that they have and the solution that you offer. Uh, Which in the case of lashes, you know, people have a problem and it's they where they don't want to wear mascara anymore they want to look more awake they want to look a little more youthful they want fuller lashes they want to have an effortless you know wake up and look amazing uh experience they have that problem and the serve the the solution that i provide is hey eyelash extensions ditch the mascara wake up looking beautiful you know having fuller lashes looking more awake looking more youthful that's the solution that i provide so yes on your website let you do that so if you have a client that finds you and they come across your page and then boom you send them to your book it's like too much pressure it's too much pressure to like it's like almost they have to make a snap decision um and you don't get to warm them up and teach them like oh i specialize you know you can't show them the value that you provide you basically just tell them about the service that you offer and the price uh and it's just there's so much more that has to go into it so for example on my website i go into depth of what eyelash extensions are you know how they're safe faqs what you can and can't do how to maintain them how to take care of them um i i have a lot of information about how i personally focus on natural lash health you know, uh, and how I specialize in giving my clients beautiful lashes that don't cause damage. You know, I have so many pictures showing off my work. I have client testimonials and reviews. I have all of that on my website. It's all in one place. And it's very user-friendly, easy to navigate. um, And it's just overall really, really easy for them to use. And I have it set up to where it's easy to use on the computer and on the phone as well. Um, So... That's the biggest difference. Making sure that you have your website is so 
important not to mention Google searches. Um, if people are Google searching keywords like lashes near me or whatever the case is, and you have those keywords embedded into your website, you are more likely going to be found on a Google search versus just your booking website because you know your booking website probably just has your name. Different booking sites have different capabilities, but you're a lot more searchable if you have a website. Um, and so for me, it's important to have both. Um, so tip number five is use social proof. Use social proof on your page uh, and what social proof basically is, is reviews, testimonial videos, um, client photos, client feedback, real life proof, real life proof of your service working or, you know, your service being good quality or whatever the case is from real people. If you use social proof, you are showing them like, hey, I say that I take care of my client's natural lashes. Well, here's the proof. You know, I just did a removal on one of my client's lashes and they're all there. So what does that show you? That I actually do focus on natural lash, lash health. Or, you know, if I'm saying I provide comfortable eyelash extensions and then boom, I have a client uh, review or testimony that says, you know, I love my eyelash extensions so much. They were super lightweight and super boom. It wasn't just me saying that they're comfortable. It's a real actual client that, you know, said the same thing. And then to take that a step further, which people kind of, it's like hit or miss. Some people like it. Some people don't. I tag my clients in my reviews if I post them on social media. I'll tag their Instagram. And some people don't like that because they feel like people are going to steal clients and they're going to, you know, whatever the case is. But for me, i rather tag my client in the post to be like, okay, well, here's the review. I didn't just make it up. There's the person right there. Because if I'm using that person's name and I'm saying that they're saying something about me, if it's a lie and I tag them, they're going to be like, girl, I didn't say that. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's even more proof. Um, so incorporate that into your marketing. Use reviews that you've gotten from your clients. Uh, testimonial videos or feedback videos from your clients even better because it's a person talking. It's not just words written. But um, for me personally, it's really easy to get reviews. I usually just ask my clients. And one of the things for me is I actually have a, an email set up so that after your appointment with me, you'll receive a follow-up email that says, you know, uh, what does it say specifically? I think it says something along the lines of, you know, here at Lovely Lashes, we want to make sure that you have a five-star experience every time. So please share any and all feedback, and then I'll put my Google reviews link. Um, and usually that's how clients will do it. I don't have to go and chase them for a review because the email, the follow-up email does it for me. Um, and then they'll just go on their own and leave a review, and then boom, that's it. Uh, if you are struggling to get client feedback, you can always give an incentive. You know, if you guys leave me a review, you'll receive $5 off your next appointment um, or, you know, little things like that. You don't have to do too much of a discount. Um, but happy clients, especially if your clients love you and the service you provide, they're going to be advocates for you regardless with no effort. They're going to be more than happy to write a review for you. They're going to be like, oh, girl, no problem. Like, I got you because they're they're going to be raving about you and they're going to be telling their friends and it's not going to be like pulling teeth. If you ever have 
issue like if you if it's impossible for you to get client reviews like if you notice that nobody is leaving you a review ever it could be that maybe they don't have good things to say not always but it's something to consider if your clients never ever ever leave you reviews or feedback even though you've asked them to and you've made it super easy you sent them the link maybe it's because they don't have something you know they don't have anything good to say or on the flip side they could just be really busy and then they forget and don't have the time. But I do have some clients that are busy. I, th- I think this is more geared for if you have trouble getting any type of review, not just like some of your clients are busy. If you're not getting reviews, it's definitely worth having a conversation with your client. Um, and I always, always, always ask them like every time they come in for their, their refill appointments, I will ask them every time. So how are your lashes? Are you liking them? Everything is good. They're comfortable. They haven't been bothering you. And I'll ask them like no itching, pulling, pinching, like all those negative things that can come from improper application. Even though I know I, I properly apply them, I still like to ask anyway. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just making sure. I just want to make sure everything is good. And it just shows your clients like, okay she cares and she's asked me every single time um so you know doing little things like that really really helps but making sure that you're using social proof is a really big one so all right there you have it those are five tips those are five tips for marketing um and they're pretty basic tips that are pretty effective um and then just to recap you know determining your market client providing value to your audience Uh, through the content that you're providing effective caption writing making sure that you are creating captions that are effective and that actually work Um, website you know the importance of having a website and the difference between a website and a booking site Uh, and then using social proof is super important so those are things that you guys can immediately immediately start using and one is an added bonus that I didn't even put on my little notes to talk about today but if you're struggling to promote your brand and gain brand awareness something that works for me that I've been doing for a little while um, every day I will go and follow 50 people I'll follow 50 people on my business account and I'll use local businesses in the area. Now, I don't go to other lash artists page and start following their people. I don't personally like to do that because I wouldn't like it done to me. However, other beauty businesses in the area that don't offer lashes, so like hair salons, med spas, you know, massage therapy locations, or I'm trying to think what other ones that I use, Um, downtown Kissimmee in my area, the downtown Kissimmee event page, anybody who I'll go to their followers, the people who are following them, and I'll just like scope out potential clients. And I'll look again for my target age range. So I don't want anybody too young. I don't want to any I don't want anybody to, you know, old uh, I don't like to use that word but I try to focus on following people who are between the ages of 30 and 40 who look like professional women you know this is a high price point uh industry and service premium I do charge premium pricing for my lashes so I don't necessarily want to target people who are too young like you know 18 to 20 usually uh Like I mentioned earlier, if we do capture those clients outside of our target range, that's completely okay. However, for my marketing purposes, I try to, you know, my ideal, I try to follow people who are like my ideal client. I'll search up hashtags in my area. I'll look up locations in the area. So a big one near me is like, uh, 
I'll search up, um, oh, I'm trying to think because I do this all the time, local restaurants, um, local businesses, like I said, and I'll just follow 50 people every night. And chances are, if I follow 50 people, five to 10 are going to follow me back, whether it's immediately or down the road. Um, and then to take that a step further, making sure that you are engaging with those people. So don't just follow people and that's it. Take it a step further and start liking their pictures, leaving some authentic comments, not just like gorgeous, beautiful emojis, whatever. Leave like a meaningful um, caption or excuse me, comment. And sometimes if they're like really into their social media, if they're like trying to become like Instagram famous or they actually care about the content they're posting, they're going to use the same things that I mentioned to you guys earlier. And they're going to put open-ended questions in their captions. Um, so then you can just engage the way that they are asking you to engage and you can comment and answer their questions or whatever. Um, and if you want to take that and even step further and all this stuff is fair game and it's not weird you have to put yourself out there and advertise if you want to come up with a little generic copy and paste something that still sounds authentic but just a little something that you want to dm new people that either follow you you can send that to new followers or people that you decide to follow like hey you know my name is francesca i'm the owner of lovely lashes and i'm in downtown kissimmee i don't know if you've ever had eyelash extensions before but if you, you know, ever want to try them, please keep me in mind. In the meantime, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. You know, I'd love to be a source of information for you. Boom. You introduce yourself. You gave her, you know, or put them under no pressure. You basically just said, hey, keep me in mind. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any questions, you can contact me. So you just kind of, you got to put yourself out there and market. Nobody is going to look at you as weird. Nobody is going to look at you as you're doing the most because at the end of the day, you need to promote your business and you need to do the marketing. Um, so making sure that you have all those other components in place on top of consistency. I mentioned this at the beginning and I'm going to end with this. Consistency is key. If your business is out of sight, you are out of mind. If you are not consistently posting on social media of your work, people are going to forget about you. Make sure that you are consistent with your marketing efforts. Make sure that you are consistent with your posting. Make sure that you are consistent with everything. Don't just do so much in one day or in one week and then go ghost for another two months because all that work that you put in for that week is just going to disappear especially if you're working on increasing your insight and your reach and your engagement and you're working on that, you know, algorithm and trying to have the algorithm work for you so that more people are seeing your posts. If you're doing all this work to build that up so that social media is working for you and then you just stop your efforts, all that is just going to go back to zero and you're going to have to start all over. So make sure that you're consistent uh, and you will be successful and you will thrive so i really challenge you guys to if you didn't take notes already go back take notes listening through this episode um implement what i'm saying don't just listen to this and then leave listen to it and then put it into effect and start doing it start following 50 people a night start you know building your website and i don't know if i mentioned but wix the website that i that i use for my website it's free and you can create a free website. You can design it for free, but if you want your own domain name and you wanna make it a little bit more professional, take off the ad banners at the top and bottom, then you have to pay monthly. It's inexpensive, but at least you can you know, have a website. Uh, 
And even if you have a free one and you're rocking with a free one for a while, that's fine. You can uh, still put that link, even though it's going to be a really long, crazy link that's not custom to what you want. You can still put that link in your bio and it will serve its purpose. Now, you might not be searchable on Google, but any potential clients that find you on Instagram or Facebook can still go to your website and still learn all about you. Um so definitely go set that website up and make sure that you are being a little bit more uh, mindful of what you're posting and the captions that you're writing. And then really hone in on your target market and your target audience and your ideal client. Figure out who she is. That way, everything else that you're doing to market can be a little bit, not, not a little bit, can be more effective. Alrighty, so... Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you made it through episode number seven, take a screenshot, post it on social media, tag me in it. I would love to hear your feedback. Please, please, please leave me a review and a rating uh, on Apple. If you can, definitely leave uh, honest feedback. Uh, Feel free to comment uh, or leave a review or whatever. Um, and let me know what future topics you want to hear, uh, because I want to provide information and I want to give you guys content that, uh, you want to receive. Uh, I'm here to help you share my journey and share tips and tricks and, you know, help you guys be better business owners. And I want to share my knowledge. So definitely if there's anything in particular you want to hear, contact me and let me know. And until next time, you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, were motivated, inspired, if this message touched your soul in any way, take a second to leave me a review on iTunes. Share it with someone. Share it on your social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. But please make sure you tag me because I'd love to see it. You can contact me on Instagram. My personal is at lovely.cheska and my business page is at lovelylashes.fl. As always, guys, have a great one. God bless.